consider owning a Cruise Planners American Express travel franchise. A low-cost, turnkey opportunity. Cruise Planners provides everything you need to grow your business right from the start. No experience is necessary. Visit CruisePlannersFranchise.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? I'm Doug Parker. Matt is out this week. Don't forget to check out our cruise updates at cruiseradio.net. On this show, we'll talk to TJ Macy from Alpharetta, Georgia. He just returned from a four-night Bahamas sailing on Carnival Fascination from right down the street here in Jacksonville, Florida. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. What's up, man? Hey, Doug. How's it going? Good, man. I see we have some positive Carnival news for once, which uh, the mainstream media didn't report on, but Carnival Breeze rescued some sailors and a sailboat and the Atlantic. What happened? Yeah, there's some actually some very good news. Uh, the Coast Guard uh, summoned Carnival Cruise Lines to bring uh, Carnival Breeze to the rescue of two sailors that were having some uh, medical problems. Uh, they were off the coast of uh, L.A. Key, so uh, Carnival Breeze had to come and uh, assist the, the Coast Guard so they could uh, medivac uh, one of the passengers that was having uh, heart problems. So they essentially brought uh, both passengers on board uh, Carnival Breeze, and then uh, evacuated one of the passengers uh, by helicopter. I guess it was too rough for a cutter to come. Uh, exactly, it may have been too far. So yeah. they, they had a, another. They had a smaller boat, but it was too. It was too dangerous to uh, you know, uh, and the waters were too unstable to be able to um, hoist the female uh, up to the uh, the helicopter. So they had to do it from the deck of the cruise ship. Gotcha. Well, good for them, and um, shame on the mainstream media for kind of brushing that one under the rug. It is. It is interesting. It's, yeah. Here's a good story, and uh, they they don't want to report it. But yeah. uh, you know, thanks to Carnival, <laughs> uh, two people's lives were saved. Uh, Royal Caribbean now has a second ship in Singapore as of a couple of days ago. Um, that's kind of big because Singapore is growing over there, right? Well, Southeast Asia, Doug, is growing uh, considerably, and uh, for Royal Caribbean, it was. Uh, it's been a pretty bold move on their part, considering they just moved the largest ship to ever sail uh, seasonally in the area. So now, uh, you know, the Legend of the Seas is out there, and she was met by her younger, much larger sister, Voyager of the Seas. Of course, they announced they're putting two ships in Alaska for 2014, but that's the same as this year, correct? Yeah, it'll be uh, Radiance uh, out of Vancouver, you know, doing the uh, Vancouver up to Anchorage run, and then Rhapsody will be making a return to do her round-trip Seattle run. A world record was broken by Viking River Cruises last uh, last week, actually, christening 10 longships in one day. Did I read that right? And is, is, and is this really a world record? Well, the world record, Doug, according to Guinness, is actually eight. Okay. They only, they only, uh, they only uh, took the, the credit for eight because uh, two of the ships uh, actually began service last year. So uh, they are counting eight as the record, and uh, that was uh, the most ships that have ever been christened at one time they've got some big growth you see all those long ships they have coming up they like they said like a hundred by 2020 or something like that yeah so it'll 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 be interesting but doug just keep in mind that these long boats only carry 150 people yeah they're the small capacity there celebrity cruises they add sin city comedy to their ships this should be fun it's like adult comedy meets uh sexy theater or something right yeah it's, it's interesting i mean you know you had um ncl with uh, second city uh, comedy troupe that uh, was very famous in uh, in chicago for for many years but uh, it'll be interesting to see uh you know how how celebrities guests uh, take on uh with uh, sin city comedy Yes, it looks like I was watching some uh, of the previews from the Vegas shows. It looks kind of risque. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know, look, it's 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 cutting edge, and you know, certainly it'll be uh, a timely uh, at night, you know, late at night. If they'd only put adult erotica on their ships. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So I see where Sharon Stone christened a cruise ship last week or over the weekend. Well, I don't know if you want to call it a cruise ship, but well, it's uh, a riverboat. It is. It is a riverboat. So uh, uh, they did. Um, they did uh, have her uh, christen Ama Vida for Ama Waterways. So she is the new godmother uh, when they uh, named the ship in Porto, Portugal on March 22nd. Before we get to this next story, um, I do want to make mention that MSC Cruise has also christened a ship over the weekend in Genoa. Yep, I'm, you know, that was very exciting. This was the ship originally uh, commissioned by uh, Muammar Gaddafi, um, the former strongman of Libya. And, uh, you know, they defaulted on their loan, and they shopped the hull of the ship around. And because it was so similar to MSC, MSC is the one who took it over and built uh, Preziosa, and that is the fourth of the Fantasia-class ships. Didn't Gaddafi have, like, a 12,000-gallon uh, uh, shark tank in there or something? They were going to, so it was interesting when they had to remove it. Yeah. But they had to make a lot of modifications in order to make this ship work for uh, MSC, which... You know, it was the only cruise company that it would have worked for. Well, a big announcement today out of the MSC Cruises camp. They announced that they're going to base the MSC Davina in Miami, not just seasonally, but year-round starting this fall. It's going to be interesting. Uh, they were scheduled to begin seasonal sailing uh-huh. uh, out, of, out of Miami, not, not Port Everglades. So that was, it was going to be their first time in Miami, and uh, they were going to just do it seasonally until the ship was scheduled to go back and spend her spring-summer in the Mediterranean. But they, you know, with the twelfth ship entering their fleet, mm-hmm. they uh, they decided, hey, we're gonna make a go. They want to, you know, have some kind of a presence uh, in the United States, and uh, so you know, here they're gonna put one of their large ships out here to do uh, seven night Caribbean. They haven't announced exactly what the itineraries will be, but more than likely, it'll be alternating Eastern and Western Caribbean. As of the last couple of years, there seems to only been one company doing year-round cruises out of Miami. You're right, Doug. Uh, uh, it's only been Carnival for the last uh, couple of years. Uh, Royal moved Liberty of the Seas to do seasonal uh, sailings in Europe to essentially deal with uh, NCL's Norwegian Epic. So Miami uh, only had Carnival uh, in the summer, and uh, this summer will be no different. But uh, next year, it looks like it's going to be an absolute banner year. I mean, you know, considering... Region is sailing from Miami. Um, Azamar is down here from Miami. Cost mm-hmm. is now down in Miami. MSC is going to be year-round uh, out of out of Miami. Uh, hopefully, you know, at some point Royal Caribbean will bring a ship, but they have that very expensive contract that they've got to fulfill up at Port Everglades. So it'll be interesting to see what happens up there. And uh, of course, um, with MSC arriving in Miami, you've also got another new ship uh, coming in next year. Yeah, I was going to ask you, um, are these other ships in Miami going to be any threat to Norwegian Getaway? Because Norwegian Getaway debuts um, winter of next year. Correct. So that'll be uh, arriving in February of 14. Also uh, year-round Miami. And she'll be year-round. So, uh, I mean, there'll be some some competition. So essentially, there will be uh, three cruise lines, Carnival, MSC, and NCL, or Norwegian as they like to call themselves, right? Um, sailing year-round uh, out of Miami. And uh, it's going to be huge because uh, the, the getaway is going to be the largest ship sailing year-round. She's, she's, she is larger than uh, MSC Davina. But uh, it'll be nice that uh, for the first, you know, first time in several years that uh, cruise passengers will have some more options other than Carnival and Royal Caribbean, not only out of 
Miami, but also out of uh, Port Everglades. It's going to provide some nice options. And with MSC, you know, it is, uh, as you know, Doug, having sailed on them a couple of times now, mm-hmm. that uh, it, is, uh, it is a floating um, European hotel. Yeah, they're getting there. It's, a, it's, a, it's certainly a, a different experience. And, uh, you know, certainly nice to have the, the competitions. But most importantly for the passengers, it's nice to have options. Absolutely. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Bye, buddy. Cruise Radio News, now trending at cruiseradio.net. This is Cruise Radio. Everybody has a story, and cruise planners, American Express Travel, loves to hear them. Beth Edwards was a busy mom who found a way to combine her love of travel with more family time. I was really looking for a business that would allow me to continue traveling because I love to travel and then also allow me some time to stay home with my children, with my family a little bit more. And my husband and I did some research and chose cruise planners because we just couldn't stop hearing enough good things about it and really trusted the American Express brand and um, really having a great time so far. Looking forward to learning and seeing more. So what's your story? Discover the fun, flexible, home-based franchise that's been voted number one in travel by Entrepreneur Magazine for 10 years in a row. Visit CruisePlannersFranchise.com or call 888-582-2150. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. This is Cruise Radio. So joining us now on Cruise Radio is TJ Macy from Alpharetta, Georgia. He just returned from a four-night sailing, actually right down the street from us here in Jacksonville at Jacksport at the cruise facility. He sailed on Carnival Fascination. TJ, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Oh, thanks a lot, Doug. Appreciate it. Had so a great time. Yeah, man, it sounds like it. Uh, we were talking off mic here, and you said you did drive down from Alpharetta. And um, so you drove your car to the port, and parking is what, $15 a day there still? Yeah, it was at $15 a day, and we, uh, we drove down, and uh, parking was super easy. It was actually the smoothest I think it's ever gone for us. We got there right around lunchtime. And really, I could not have been any happier with the whole parking situation. The guard told you right where to go. We pulled in. 
and we were we were uh, ready to go in no time. Very cool. So you get out, you park, you get to the actual terminal, and how was embarkation and that whole process? Embarkation was really really easy. Um, the only thing that I don't like, and this is just a personal thing, uh, there's so many pictures that are being taken, you know, all throughout your cruise here and there, that it kind of disrupts the flow of getting on the ship, having to stop, take a picture. You move on to another picture guy. You're taking another picture, and it just kind of backs up the whole line to me. I was on a sailing a couple of months ago, and I tried to uh, bypass the picture line. And this big old muscle-looking club bouncer was doing the camera stuff, and he handed me a card and goes, just take the picture. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm not going to go around you. You could pound me. Um, so you get on the ship. I know you sailed uh, Carnival Fascination a time or two before, but uh, the ship was recently in dry dock this past January. Uh, could you tell right off the bat anything different? The very first thing I noticed was the smell. Some of these older ships sometimes get a musty and kind of smoky smell to them, yeah. especially since, I mean, it was only, what, a couple years ago, uh, maybe in a year ago, that you know, Carnival said no more smoking in rooms at all, which is kind of hard to imagine. And mm. uh, so that smell was completely gone. I thought the ship looked and smelled great. And to me, there were parts of the ship that almost looked like a brand new ship. New tiling, uh, new lights. Uh, the lighting that they've replaced some of the areas with just made the biggest difference. You checked out the public spaces. You went to your room. And uh, let me ask you, was your room ready when you got there? My room actually was ready. And, you know, they tell you it was, what, like 1.30? Yeah, 1.30. They tell you can't go to your room. And, you know, I said, you know, let's just go down there. I like to get on board the ship and go find my room first and uh, just so I know where it is. And our room was actually ready. And, I mean, we were on the ship by 1230. So I was an hour early getting to my room, and it was completely ready. And the room steward was out there uh, welcoming us. Very cool. What kind of room did you book? You know what? This, this was my 10-year anniversary. Oh, nice. So uh, I got my wife the uh, grand suite with extended balcony. It's right, it's right at midship. Uh, it was on the upper deck. And let me tell you something, it was worth every penny. We, uh, we had a walk-in closet. We had a jetted tub nice. with um, marble countertops in the bathroom. And uh, just the little things to me, uh, like the crown molding, there was so many lights in our room. We had so many options. We, could, we had a whole bar that we could just dim the lights on the bar. We could have just the lamps on. They had some Tiffany-style uh, stained glass lamps that were on our bedside tables that were absolutely gorgeous. Overall, the room was absolutely beautiful. And let me tell you, the extended balcony, I was unsure about, you know, what's the difference between an extended balcony, a regular balcony. But let me tell you, that extended balcony makes all the difference because that is a deck chair, a full-length deck chair. And if you want to take a nap in the most peaceful place in the world, on your balcony is it. It was wonderful. So it actually extends out longer, not just wider? It extends out longer. They're about twice as long as the regular balcony. Cool. And if you want to see some of those pictures, check out our Facebook page. I put a couple of them on there at facebook.com slash cruise radio. So, TJ, I'm all about the food on these ships, and um, it's, it's hit or miss. I know. Talk to us about it. Okay. Now, let me tell you, I'm a huge, huge foodie, and uh, it seems like every time I take a cruise, I am all about the food. And I don't, I don't know if Carnival has changed vendors. They've changed their recipes. But to me, the food was the best it had ever been. Even, even the pizza, which, you know, is available 24-7. And I was never picky about any kind of pizza that's 24-7. Right. But this pizza was 
definitely better than any we had ever had on board. It was absolutely delicious. And at dinner, the, uh, the seafood and the lobster uh, was just top-notch. I mean, I had two plates of lobster, two plates of escargot, and I had also had some amazing alligator fritters, which I'd never had before. That was the first for me. I was a little anxious about trying it. And honestly, it was one of the best appetizers I've ever had in my life. How about the entertainment aboard Carnival Fascination? How was that this go-round? The first show I saw was uh, the Motor City, and it was a wonderful, wonderful dedication to Motown. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will tell you that the one thing that I picked up from some other passengers is that I think some people were turned off by the fact that there was no African-Americans in this production, Hmm. you know, to the salute to Motown. Which, you know, to me, the music was still great. The performers were wonderful. They could sing and dance. However, I can kind of see where that would kind of make people upset that uh, that there were not any African-Americans in a genre of music that they invented and they famous. And uh, other than that, I thought the shows were wonderful. One night, I uh, took my wife to the Punchliner Comedy Club there on board. And uh, the comedian there was the adults-only show, you know, 18 and over. And he was absolutely hilarious. Very cool. And the ports you hit on this four-night cruise on Carnival Fascination was, what, Nassau, Bahamas, and Freeport, correct? That is correct. So talk about Freeport. Okay, now I know that Freeport gets a bad rap, and I was always one of those (laughs) people that was never very excited about going to Freeport. However, I have to tell you that I can honestly say that they are making some great improvements to the port itself, and they've actually added a little vendor market Right there off the ship, as well as, get ready for this, Senior Frogs. I'm, talk- I'm talking 20 feet off the ship right there at Freeport. So you don't even have to go into downtown Freeport anymore to have some fun. You can literally step off the ship, and it's right there. I'd be in unlike, heaven. Unlike, yeah, unlike Nassau's Senior Frog, if you're running a little late because you're having a little bit too much time, your ass is you only left. got about... 30 steps in front of you to get to the boat, opposed to a couple blocks. Yeah. Well, that's cool. How about Nassau? Nassau was very beautiful, as usual. I decided this time to get off the ship and just go talk to some more locals, kind of walk down some of the smaller streets that I never had walked down before, and I was amazed. Every corner, there was a new shop, and I was like, I had no idea this was here. So you leave Nassau, and you spend your fun day at sea, as Carnival likes to call it, before you head back to Jacksonville. Uh, So when you get back to Jacksonville, you get off the ship. How was disembarkation, customs, and all that? Disembarkation was the easiest that has ever been. I don't know if they've made specific changes that I can point out. All I know is literally we stepped off the ship, and within 10 minutes, we're at our car. It was the smoothest we'd ever seen. The customs... Uh, a lot of times I've been through customs there, and they really stop everyone. They start asking all these questions. He looked at our documents, looked at us, looked at our ID. Thank you guys for hum- coming. Have a great day. TJ, thank you so much for uh, spending a couple of minutes with us this evening and uh, sharing your recent sailing aboard Carnival Fascination. Thank you very much. That'll do it. Don't forget, we have an app. Download it for free if you're an iPhone user. Just $0.99 cent for the Android market. You can stay abreast of all our cruise news, um, our iProducer feature. Also, check out all of our videos on there. We have like over 200 right now and all that cool stuff. It's Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. On behalf of Matt Bassford, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net.
Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer. <laughs> 